Welcome to the Unfuck Your Fitness podcast. I am your host, Christy Castillo, and I'm here to give you real talk and cut the BS so you can actually enjoy building a body you love. I'm a personal trainer obsessed with giving you simple action steps to take you from feeling stuck to feeling sexy. Let's go. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to today's episode. Today we are going to be talking about different ways you can continue to see progress in your workouts, in your body, get the results that you want, even if you only have access to minimal workout equipment. I get this question a lot when ladies are first starting out my workouts, like, what kind of equipment do I need for your workout programs, Christy? I have a small space to work out at home. I don't go to the gym. Can I do your programs? Like, what do I actually need? And to start out with my workout programs, if you are a newer, if you are newer to working out, you only need a couple sets of dumbbells and a booty band, and it's really, really simple to get started. So I like to keep things very, very simple. As you already know, we are unfucking your fitness here. Very, very simple. But I want you just to just know that you do not have to work out at a gym. You do not have to have access to a bunch of equipment in your garage, like have a full gym set up in your garage like I do. You do not have to also have a ton of time to work out to see results. You don't have to have a lot of different things to see results in your health and fitness journey. When I first started, I started with workout videos and we had a couple sets of dumbbells. We actually had the dumbbells where you... um It's one set. It's what am I trying to say? It has the multiple plates on the end and you can move the little toggle to have it go from like five pound dumbbell to I think it was 25 pounds it went up to. And you just add the plates on the end. I am not explaining this very well, but that's what we started out with. We didn't even have like a dumbbell set or anything, anything close to what we have right now. Um, If you see my Instagram videos and stuff, but you don't have to have a lot of equipment to get started. And actually, you don't have to have a lot of equipment to even continue to see results. I know that it is ideal. And yes, it's I don't want to say that going to the gym is ideal. Going to the gym is ideal just because it's it's there. It's their equipment. They're responsible for it. You go there, turn your mind off, you do your workout, you come home. But so I know that's ideal for some people. And some people don't like to work out from home. They like to get away from the house and make it, you know, a whole adventure. Um, kids or whatever. And like, it's just hard to work out at home for some people. But honestly, if you can master the mindset of like, just doing it from home, and getting over that fact of driving to the gym, because sometimes it's like, I like the idea of going to the gym. But I don't actually go to the gym. <laughs> if that sounds like you, I know what you're talking about. Um, so The idea is just to make sure that your body is being challenged, and I want to talk about that today. So the basis of what it actually takes to have your body start to see results physically, to continue to see results physically, and you can actually do that with just minimal equipment. Um, And this is basically for if you are someone who just has, you know, access to a couple sets of dumbbells and you are not in the market for more right now or you just don't have the space or if that's just the night not the right solution or the right option for you there are so many other ways 
to keep the body changing. And we're going to get into all of those ways in this episode. And so the basis of weightlifting, just very, very simple. I want this episode to be about the different ways that you can continue to see progress, but just a, just a little tiny story about how to build muscle. You just have to make sure that you that your muscles are always being challenged. Your body will eventually adapt to the weights that you are using. And so you will have to increase the demands that you are placing on your muscle in order to see results. If you are not increasing the demands on your muscles, then this will lead to a plateau because like I said, your body will eventually, your muscles will eventually adapt to the weight. So if you're just curling 10 pounds, 10 pound dumbbells, for years, right? Your body is used to that. It's not going to grow any more muscle because it's not being challenged. And so if buying heavier weights is not the right solution for you, don't worry. There are so many other ways to keep the body changing. And we are going to get into those ways right now. So the premise is progressive overload. And so basically that is to increase the weights or increase the reps that you are doing so that your body is constantly changing. So if you're starting out curling 10-pound weights, bicep curls, and you're doing 10 reps, and those start to be easy, and you don't have 12-pound weights, you don't have 15-pound weights, you can add more reps. And so basically, you're just still causing your muscles to work harder. You're just not increasing the amount of weight. And so progressive overload, you always want to be putting extra work on your muscles. That's the premise here. You can do that, like I said, by adding extra weights. But if that's not in the market for you, you can add more reps. To add on to that is to work to failure. You want to be working your muscles to failure. You don't just want to get to the number of reps that are listed on your workout. And if you're not lifting the right amount of weights, you won't be fatigued at the end of that set. So if you are at the, if your workout calls for, 10 to 12 reps of a bicep curl, if you get to that 12th rep and you could still pump out like five more, that is not working to failure. You want the last three reps of that set to be really challenging, not not to where it like hurts so bad you're going to pull something, you want to pull a muscle, but you want it to be really hard. And so you want to make sure that you are increasing, not increasing the weights because that's not what we're talking about here. You're increasing the reps so that you are working to failure. Do, if you've heard of AMRAP, as many reps as possible. So sometimes if you get to the end of the rep amount that that particular move is calling for and you can still do more, just pump out as many reps as possible. Another way that I like to do this is to add in a half rep. So instead of bringing your arm all the way up and all the way down on a bicep curl, bring it halfway up and then all the way up and down. Kind of add a pause in there or add a half rep, different things like that to make your muscles keep working, but but not by increasing the weights. The next way would be to superset your movement. So if you are used to doing three sets of hip thrusts followed by three sets of bicep curls, we'll just keep talking about bicep curls, and you're resting a lot in between those sets, superset means to add one back to back with the other. So you would, those are completely random exercises, Christy, but you get what I'm saying. You would take two exercises and do them back to back with no reps. So in that example, you would do your hip thrusts. You would turn right around, grab the dumbbells and perform your bicep curls. And then you would take a little bit of rest. 
the premise here is to cut out the rest, which we will talk and hear in a little bit, but it's to keep your muscles working. Of course, you did your hip thrusts. That works your glutes. You are resting the glutes while you are doing your bicep curl and vice versa. So you're not exhausting that that body part so much, but you are still moving your body, which is causing your body to fatigue. And when you are working the muscles, when your body is a little bit fatigued, you do have to work harder and that will cause you to work to failure a little bit faster and that will cause you to get better results from your workouts. I superset a lot of my workouts. It causes them to be a little bit shorter. I don't have a ton of time to work out. I love supersetting instead of doing cardio. That's a little bit way to cut. That's a good way to cut down your workout time and to get a little bit more movement in without resting. So supersetting is an amazing thing. That's what I do a lot of times in my workout programs for my ladies as well. Supersetting is one of my favorite things to do in a workout program. The next thing would be circuit training. So doing five or six moves back to back to back to back to back and then resting and doing them again back to back to back to back to back and then resting. So you're doing a circuit of a bunch of different movements. They can be some the same body part. They can be some different body parts depending on what the goal of that particular workout is. But limit your rest in between the exercises and so you are just on the go, on the go, on the go. And this is causing your body to work harder. It's causing your muscles to work harder. And you are increasing the demands of your body. You are increasing the amount of time that your body is moving. You are increasing the time that your muscle is under tension, that it is working, and that's going to cause it to continue to grow. Circuit training is amazing. It's a little more cardio which I don't love. (laughs) It's really hard, but circuit training is amazing. Another way is to add shorter rest in between sets. This would be, again, by supersetting your movements or literally just shortening the rest time. Don't get on your phone quite as much. Don't let your kids come in and bother you quite as much. So if you're used to resting a certain amount of time in between your sets, but the sets are getting easier, the exercises are getting easier because you don't have access to bigger weights yet, just shorten the rest time between the sets. Another way is, I can't believe you're going to hear me say this, to do cardio in between your sets. I do not recommend this if you are looking to build a lot of muscle, but that is a good way to go ahead and obviously increase the amount of time that your muscles are working, that your body is working. Your body is having to continue to work while you are doing cardio and while you are lifting these weights. And so the combination of that will give you different results. It will not cause you to build a lot of muscle, but cardio between sets is good for if you do not have access to bigger weights and you want to increase the workout, like the toughness of the workout, adding cardio between sets is really, really good for that. Also, I would rather do that than like go for a run or something right now. So I know that I am not the cardio queen. I do not love it. But if I'm going to do it or if I'm going to have my ladies do it, it's going to be in little increments in between your weights. So I think that's perfect. This does go within my genre here. I don't want to get messages being like, did you just actually recommend cardio, Christy? Are you okay? Um, It would be like 30 seconds worth, guys. So don't go overboard. Another way is pyramid training. I think this is really cool. There's different ways that you can do pyramid training. My personal favorite is to do something like, let's do hip thrusts, for example. 
you can, instead of just doing three sets of 10 reps, you can start with the lightest pair of set of dumbbells that you have, grab one, put it on your lap, and just rep out like 30 hip thrusts, even if it's a five-pound dumbbell. Set that sucker down, grab your 10-pound dumbbell, put that on your lap, rep out 20 reps with that sucker, (laughs) put that on the ground, pick up your 15-pound dumbbell, and rep out 10 of those. That's a pyramid you just went up, right? So heavier weight, less reps, and then go back down the pyramid. That's a really good way to really, really challenge one muscle group instead of just doing 10 reps, 10 reps, 10 reps. Mix it up. Use the different dumbbells that you have, but use them a little bit smarter. I think pyramid training is really, really fun. So that's a really good one. Throw that in there. Another one is to add some bands or more resistance. This can come in the form of adding, of course, or I would even say like ankle weights. You can throw some ankle weights on your ankles, obviously, or on your wrists to do curls with. I love that. So if you're curling a 10-pound dumbbell, it's getting to be kind of light and your body is not really challenged. Throw an ankle weight on your wrist. That could be 2.5 pounds or sometimes there are five pounds. So that's a good way to add some extra weight in there. You can add a booty band, obviously, around your legs. Um, You can also add that around your wrists for things like if you're doing close grip, bicep curls, things like that. So there are different ways that you can add some resistance without going up in weights. I love adding bands to things. I actually love adding the, um, the ankle weights as well. I think that's a really, really good one. And then lastly, changing up the tempo. So this can be, I don't, this can be doing the movement faster, yes, which would be, I want to make sure that you have good form. Quant, what do I want to say here? Quality over quantity every single time. So make sure that your form is good. But if you're doing body weight squats, you can do them a little bit quicker, maybe not go as deep and just to get a little less range of motion, but your tempo is really good. So do them a little bit faster. That's a little more cardio or you can do them slower. Focus on, if you're doing a squat, focus on going really, really slowly. Maybe go down for five counts and come back up for five counts. And so that will increase the time under tension as well. Of course, that can be, you can pick up a lighter dumbbell for that, a lighter set of dumbbells or a heavier set of dumbbells, but really changing up the tempo. So be mindful of your form, but also focus on the way down and the way up and also focus on going a little bit faster or changing up the speed. You can also do like 10 squats a little bit quicker, pick up some heavier weights and then do 10 squats right after that, no rest with a five count going down and a five count going up. And so it's just about keeping your body guessing the entire time you are doing your workout. So these are some really good ideas for you if you don't have access to a lot of equipment and you don't have access to a gym or you just don't even want to, maybe you don't have the space for it, whatever the situation may be. I don't want you to think that if you only have a couple sets of dumbbells, if you only have a set of fives and eights and tens, maybe some twelves, you know, I don't want you to think that you can't get in a good workout. I'm here to tell you that I probably, I mean, we did definitely a couple of months with just a couple sets of dumbbells, like I said, or that one adjustable adjustable set of dumbbells. There we go. Um, or some bands. 
that we would use for pull-ups. We'd hook them up to the ceiling somehow in our basement when we first started. So we had just had a couple of different things that we would um, use to make things work. And I would always try to, you know, find different ways to keep myself challenged. If I couldn't do all the reps, I was adding in some, you know, high knees or something in between. So I used to be the queen of basically making good use of what I had. And then we started to add on. So I always want to obviously encourage you to save up and go buy new equipment when you can. I also I also want to make sure that you are buying smart equipment. You do not need a lot. And a lot of my ladies send me messages like, I want to go buy something new. What do I need? And it's like, you don't really need a lot of equipment to get a good workout in, especially if they're already set up for you know what they have. If you have a up to 20 pound dumbbells, like you're really set. Maybe a kettlebell, maybe a step, maybe a glute bench or something like that. But you don't need a lot. I would rather have you spend that on better nutrition, buying better protein shakes or buying some greens, magnesium, multivitamins, things that are going to help you in other ways. You do not need a shit ton of equipment to get in a good workout. So if that is one of the reasons that you are not getting your workouts done or you're not purchasing a program or you're not working on your goals, I'm here to tell you that that is bullshit and you need to stop using that as an excuse because there are plenty of ways for you to see progress with minimal workout equipment. I'm going to go through them one more time. The first is progressive overload. The second is work to failure. The third is superset your movements. The fourth is do some circuit training. The fifth, shorter rest between sets. The sixth, cardio between sets. The seventh idea is pyramid training. The eighth idea is adding bands, more resistance, or ankle weights. And the last is to change the tempo of your workout. These are great ways, you guys. You can get in a kick-ass workout. If you have any questions or if you ever need to modify anything, please shoot me a message. I would love to help you and send you on the right direction toward your health and fitness goals. And I will talk to you next week. Thanks for listening to today's show. Go ahead and leave a rating and a review. And of course, follow the podcast so you don't miss out on any future episodes. And I would love it so much if you came to connect with me over on Instagram at Christy Castillo Fit. I will see you next time.